is up everybody what's going on it's your girl jay and it is time for another edition of my show what's up i hope everyone is doing well how's everyone doing good great great um let's see i i don't know when y'all gonna get this episode I'm contemplating changing days from Friday to Saturday because my my work schedule <sighs> y'all know how work be just it it it's a doozy for me sometimes. And so I'm contemplating because I have all the time in the world on Friday to record or if I wanted to I can record Thursday night and just spend my time editing on Friday and just release it on Saturday. Anywho, we'll just see what's a better recording day for me. Well, I'm not, I don't feel so rushed to have to do anything. And, and to be honest, right now I'm recording this and it is a smooth 10:29 p.m. And usually I'm in bed already. I did not get my nap today. So I'm, I'm sleepy. I don't even know why I'm still up doing this. But Anyway, if I change my days, I'll let y'all know. So let's go ahead and get started with the show. Ooh, bars. All right. So earlier this month, the Grammy Awards were held. And I don't think I was watching. I did not watch the Grammy Awards. Uh, really, I was just skimming through. I couldn't tell you who performed. I would have to look that up. But I'm just here to go through some of the winners because I was really excited that a couple of my, well, actually more than a couple, some of my favorite artists actually picked up awards. So um, first and foremost, Victoria Monet got Best New Artist. Shout out to her. A long time coming because Victoria Monet has been out here for a very long time, a very long time, even though I just really, started listening to her back in 2020. I had heard of her prior to that, but I just wasn't like constantly, like consistently listening to her music. So I know she's been out for a while. She's a songwriter as well, most notable uh, for writing hits for um, Ariana Grande. But um, as an artist herself, um, these are her first Grammys. So I believe she was nominated for seven Grammys, which was dope, but she won Best New Artist. Um, and I'm just going down the line. So these won't be like, I'm not going to announce all her awards right together. Another favorite group of mine, Paramore, won Best Rock Album for their album, This Is Why, and Best Alternative Music Performance for This Is Why by Paramore. So they get two there. Uh, y'all, if y'all know me, y'all know this was one of my favorite and still is one of my favorite R&B songs. I just feel like this is damn near the most perfect R&B song to date. And I know that's saying a lot. It's one of, not, not the, but one of. I'm talking about I See You by Coco Jones. She won the Grammy for Best R&B Performance, which she should have because, man, it was crazy, though, because she was up against um, Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley um, for Back to Love, Victoria Monet's 
How does it make you feel? And then SZA Kill Bill. So I didn't, um, wasn't sure who would win that, but look at my girl Coco Jones. That's another person who's been grinding for so long. Like if y'all don't know who she is, look her up, you know, read about her story, about her journey. And I believe you can find her, um, her acceptance speech on the, on YouTube, Um, And she talks about her journey and stuff there and how she's just she was very emotional because it's just a big payoff. You know, people, although I don't feel that way, I'm not an artist also. So I guess it's easy for me to say I don't hold a lot of weight to the Grammys, but I know the Grammys be tripping sometimes. But as an artist, the Grammys are the, you know, pinnacle award. So. When you win that award, when you're nominated, you're excited. And when you win, you know, it kind of makes you it kind of validates you or kind of makes you feel like you've made it. So um, I'm not going to knock the artists who are happy that they win Grammys because, again, I'm not an artist. So she was very emotional and she deserves it. She deserves all the awards if, you know, if I had my way. But Coco Jones, I see you. Um Let's see. The best traditional R&B performance went to PJ Morton featuring Susan Carroll for Good Morning. Uh, Best R&B song went to SZA um, for Snooze. And actually, the writers of that got Grammys as well. And I did not know that um, I didn't realize that Babyface wrote on there unless there's a sample that they sampled him or something. I'm not sure, but. Didn't realize he was he was on there, but he is or he's he wrote on there. Um, Best progressive R&B album went to SZA for SOS. Best R&B album went to to Victoria Monet for Jaguar 2. And um, I heard Killer Mike swept all the rap categories. I don't listen to rap like that and I don't listen to Killer Mike, but shout out to them. He also got arrested at the Grammys, which is crazy. A couple of other notable things. While I say people herald the Grammys to be this spectacular, the spectacular award, let's not like skip over the fact that they barely show anybody getting getting any awards. And when they do, it's just like the top three, the record of the year, album of the year, song of the year. Um, I don't, Oh, best new artist, and I can't think of the other ones that they they show. But they do not. What they do not show is any R and B categories. They have to get those backstage or on, on another day. The rap categories, same thing. Really, any other award besides those big four, nobody you won't see them accepting anything. Sometimes they'll do jazz. Sometimes they'll do, you know, maybe, I don't think they've done a gospel, to be honest. And I don't know the last time I seen somebody win a rock uh, Grammy. This just goes to the whole thing that I feel about award shows, that they should just be concerts and do something else with these awards because they're they're not giving out the awards. But um, Usher, who I'm going to talk about in a little bit, because he performed at the Super Bowl, he was talking to, I don't know if this was Gail King or Hoda, because um, I can't remember, but I saw a clip of him talking to her. 
one of them, and he was mentioning how he's won eight Grammys, but he's never graced the Grammy stage. He was talking about the accomplishments that he's had over his career and how the Super Bowl was kind of like the top for him because he's he's done Vegas. He's done that well. <laughs> um, he's won all these awards, but um, being being able to headline the Super Bowl performance and like do this big thing was a big accomplishment to him. But him winning eight Grammys, but never, ever making it on stage. And the interviewer was like, what do you mean? How do you, how do you, what do you mean you won all these Grammys, but you've never been on the stage? He was like, yeah, because my categories aren't ever televised. Never is. That's a travesty. That's a travesty. When they say representation matters, like we, the Grammys really, because the thing is a lot of these big time awards, the same people are winning these awards. Just like that night, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Victoria Monet did get best new artist, but it's it's a recycle of some of those same artists, Taylor Swift, um, Miley Cyrus type pop artists right you don't ever get to see the rap artists you don't ever get to see the rock artists you don't ever get to see the jazz artists you don't ever get to see the gospel artists you don't ever get to see the r&b artists it's just that same kind of square like neat little box of artists that we get to see on what is supposed to be the most important night for music and most of the people getting awards are getting getting them either earlier before the Grammys start or the day before the Grammys um, or backstage. They're not, not, they're not important enough to, you know, have a space on TV where they can say, I've been working my butt off. This is a big accomplishment. I want to thank my mom, dad, my whoever, blah, 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 the, the producers. And they don't get that chance to do that. So that's a little crazy to me. It just is. And I don't know if it's always been that way because I, I don't remember. Um, it's kind of fuzzy on what it looked like 20 years ago. I don't remember that. But um, I do think that's that just sucks. That sucks. Like, yeah, you got the Grammys. But one of the biggest things I would think of winning a, an award is everybody practices their speech and you get to get up there in front of all your peers, in front of everyone watching and just be able to give your thanks. And a lot of artists are robbed of that or it's just recorded backstage and they put it nowadays on YouTube. But it's not it's not necessarily the same. So I don't know. Another thing that happened. So uh, Jay-Z got um, some sort of a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, which was named after Dr. Dre, which I find I found odd. Um, I don't know why that award is named after him. Yeah, he's a big time producer, but I don't I don't I've never heard of that award before. So um, I don't know. It just seemed <laughs> to come out of nowhere. But anyway, Jay-Z got this Lifetime Achievement Award, which he's, he deserves. And um, all the talk after the uh, the Grammys were done was was how he <laughs> used his time to pretty much call out the industry and call out the Grammys and say, um, y'all have some issues, which they do, which I just talked about some, some of them. Y'all have some issues that y'all need to continue to work on. 
the biggest one was that his wife, who holds the record for having the most Grammys of any artist ever, and I probably should have researched to know what that number was, but I think in 2020 she was at, is she at 26, 26 Grammys? Somewhere around there. Whoever's listening, y'all can let me know um, if I'm close or not. Whatever, some some just crazy number of Grammys. She surpassed him because he used to um, have more Grammys than she did. But I think he is the most nominated I believe. Um, But anyway, he was saying like, it's so crazy how you got someone here who has the most Grammys of any artist ever, but she's never won album of the year. And album of the year is the big, is the big award. And uh, she lost to Adele when she had lemonade. She lost to who won, um, who won last year? Because she didn't get it for Renaissance. She didn't get it for Lemonade, um, which were two of her biggest albums. Um, and any other album, she, she's lost every one. And I don't know how many she's been nominated for, but she's never won that. But she's won every other. Like they gave her, like we already knew they were playing games last year when they gave her like best dance album. And they televised that. I was just talking about how they don't show other categories. And y'all telling me, Y'all really made a spot to give Beyonce the the best dance album. It's because y'all knew <laughs> that she wasn't going to get album of the year. So y'all were like, look, she's here. We got to give her something. So let's we're going to make some room. We know we never we never show this category ever, ever, ever. But um, Beyonce, we're going to give her that. And maybe maybe people will be satisfied. Very, very weird and very crazy. But, you know, he was talking his talk. He said, uh. Some people shouldn't even be in the category that they're in. You know, some people are going to be upset that they didn't win. Some people are going to feel like they got robbed. And some people shouldn't be in the category at all. He was just ruffling some feathers. And some people had some things to say about it. They felt like that wasn't the time or place. Or they felt like you're talking noise about this this uh, this industry or this award show as you're getting an award. So it kind of negates what you're saying that. They felt like he should have just not been there. He could have spoke out without being there to accept the award. But, you know, I feel like Jay-Z moves the way Jay-Z moves. And um, I think that, yeah, he's a popular guy, but he had a message to deliver. And what better time to do it than on the biggest stage of, you know, of music, and I'm sure Beyonce did not want him to do that because she <laughs> she was looking at him like, OK, OK, thank you. Because as much as Beyonce is a superstar, you can tell she doesn't necessarily want she wants attention on her when she's performing. Anything outside of that, leave her out of it. That's why we don't see her that much. Like she doesn't want to be called out. Same thing when Kanye <laughs> took the award from Taylor Swift and said, I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had the best video of all time. Beyonce sitting there looking like, oh, my God, why why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? Because she's not she doesn't want that type of attention. She just wants to perform, do her music and go home. Um, so she didn't she wasn't mouthing anything to Jay, but you can just see it in her smile and in her eyes. <laughs> like, OK, we're going to talk about this when we get in the car, because <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but, yeah, he had that to say. People, you know, 
Some people thought it was great. Some people thought it was tasteless. I don't know. I thought it was dope. I thought it was pretty funny. And um, I love I love that he did that. I mean, he's going to stick up for his for his for his wife. And he's right. It's not like he's wrong. He is right. There's a lot of politics to, you know, in those award shows. So he probably knows that more than anybody as he's an executive in the industry. So without saying anything, I think he put a lot of people on blast. But anyway, shout out to all the people that won Grammy Awards. And um, I still need to go watch it because I, I'm none of the performances are ringing a bell to me. And so I need to go uh, check it out and watch it and and see who performed. But that's all I have on that. All right. Now let's get into the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl just happened last weekend. And um, I tuned in to watch Usher. I didn't tune in to watch any football. I tuned in to watch Usher and the commercials. That's really all I do. I'm not a football girl. So I wasn't interested either way. Um, I did check out some of the game. Obviously, you have to watch some of the game so you can see the commercials. But um, I really wasn't that interested in the game. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs won, which uh, congratulations to them. But I will say that I didn't want them to win because I'm tired of Taylor Swift being everywhere, if I'm just going to be honest. And I don't even watch that much football just seeing her you know, on like everywhere you look, Sports Center, um, any kind of sports show, they're they're there. The commercials for for NFL, she's there. It's on every entertainment channel. It's all on social media. It's like, okay, they're together. She's famous. Let's. Uh, why do we? Why do we need to see her cheering every two seconds? Like, it's already annoying enough that I have to watch her dance horribly offbeat during award shows now now she's gone into sports and I have to be force fed her that way as well so very annoying so I was like I really want you know the reaction I want to see I want to see the reaction when her team loses that's the reaction I want to see but you know the better team won which was uh the Kansas City Chiefs so um no knock to the players it's just my own personal thing I just didn't want her to um I didn't want her to be able to celebrate, but you know, she did. Um, but Usher, the Usher concert happened <laughs> while people were playing some football. And um, I just recently found out. So Usher, Usher performed. I didn't write all the songs down, but he did bad girl. You got it bad. You don't have to call a lot of confessions, or album uh, songs off his confessions album um my boo he did did he do yeah i know he did um yeah of course he did yeah because he brought out um ludicrous and Lil john um he did a snippet of oh my god or omg because uh, will i am was there so the people he had on there he brought out was alicia keys they sang she came out <laughs> she came out she she did not drink her tea or she did not go on vocal rest. But Paul Tink Tink, she came out. She sang a little bit of, <laughs> uh, what is it, If I Don't Have You? Um, poor baby, cracking all over the place. But if you watch it on YouTube, um, it's fixed. So you, you will never know unless you watched it live. 
And then it went into him and her singing my boo together, which was cute. Um, so Alicia Keys was there. Uh, we were very surprised, at least I was, to see her come out. Her came out and played um, the guitar riff for You Got It Bad. That was dope. Um, he also did Burn, Let It Burn as well. But she did the riff to um, You Got It you got it bad and then she went into bad girl as he changed into his skates because usher skates so i saw him in vegas so none none of the stuff he did was like a super duper surprise i've seen him put on a really really good show and it's vegas so it's like everything is big and everything is you know larger than life when you put on a vegas show so it was what i expected um will i am i said that little john um, ludicrous, and then for whatever reason, JD came and came out looking like he was part of the Lollipop Guild with these uh, church shoes and and Bobby socks with the ruffles on them. Um, he let us know that they were Louis Vuitton, so that I guess made it better. I don't know, but um, I don't know what his purpose was for being there, um, other than to say you know it was the. 25th anniversary or something of confessions but uh that that was that was weird the outfit was it was what made it weird that's what it was (laughs) I don't I don't know he kind of took away from the moment there but overall I thought I thought it was a great performance I actually really did like other than Alicia Keys she probably couldn't help it. Maybe she wasn't feeling well. Whatever happened, that just little bit just kind of dampered it a little bit for me. Like their performance just wasn't really hitting the way like the rest of his performance was. So it wasn't bad. It just kind of dropped down for me a little bit. But everything else I thought was really great. But to my surprise, a lot of people were underwhelmed and expected something way more from Usher. And I I'm confused as to what what else they thought he was going to do. I don't know what else. I don't know. He gave us vocals. He gave us dance. He gave us surprises. I don't what else was. I don't get it. What else he was supposed to do. He had a band out there. Um, he had an orchestra. What else? Uh, he took his shirt off. Like that was enough for me. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like. I thoroughly enjoyed the performance. I thought it was great, um, but some people just did not like it and or didn't, not that they didn't like it, but I guess they were expecting something different. I think, I think because of the hype of Rihanna last year, like we we were didn't know if she was pregnant or not. So that was like a mystery. And then Rihanna doesn't, hasn't done music in years upon years upon years. And so, the anticipation of her coming out and doing some music was just like exciting in itself. And, uh, you know, some of the dances went viral. The person that, you know, choreographed the, the, the set, you know, some of those dances that she did in there, um, that her dancers did went viral. So that jumped off on, you know, TikTok and all the social medias. And then, you know, just speculating, okay, does this mean she's going to drop music after this and stuff like that? I think it became a big hoopla, um, you know, event. It became a big thing. And so when you're coming off of that and then you have Usher who, I mean, he just, he performed very well. Like, yeah, I'm sorry there wasn't any viral TikTok 
TikTok dances that came out of it. <laughs> he just came and performed like normal people perform or normal stars perform. And that was it. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what people expected. I was surprised. I thought everybody enjoyed it. But, it, you know, I found out a lot of people did not, which is crazy to me, which is crazy. I loved it. Um, I watched it several times. I'm going to watch it again. Um, it just brings back memories of when I saw him in Vegas. And he did a phenomenal job there as well. So if y'all don't like Usher, um, more for me, I guess. <laughs> That's it for this for this topic. All right. So my next little topic here is recently. So speaking of the Super Bowl, watching commercials, right? Um Beyonce dropped new music during the Super Bowl. Let me tell you the genius of this lady. Like, not only is she the first person to drop an album digitally with no promotion, no promotion, no one knew about it. You just wake up and there's a Beyonce album on your streaming platform, full album. And she is, and, and she says nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Her dropping that album the way she did at midnight, I think it was a Thursday night into Friday, literally changed the way that people drop music today. That is the reason why people drop music Thursday. Well, it's Friday morning, but you know what I'm saying? Overnight, Thursday into Friday is because of... Um, a trend that was started because of her um, dropping her self-titled album out of the blue. And um, I mean, she's done so many different things, so many different things in her career. And like when she performed with Bruno Mars, it was Coldplay Super Bowl halftime show, but he brought out Beyonce and Bruno Mars, which, or he, they, but Chris Martin is the lead of, Coldplay so crazy when you think about Coldplay you don't think Beyonce and Bruno Mars Mars being connected to Coldplay but then again Katy Perry brought out Missy Elliott and that you wouldn't think of that match either but regardless she came out her and Bruno pretty much stole the show people don't even don't even remember that that was Coldplay's show they just remember <laughs> Beyonce and Bruno Mars kind of battling each other. And um, this was, she wore like this kind of, um, I think it was a black beret, pretty much dressed in all black. This is um, Lemonade. This is from the Lemonade album, Formation was out. And when they performed, after they performed, right after that, it just said Formation World Tour. Just like that. I remember it because I was at a Super Bowl party at my boss's house, actually. And we were all watching it. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm like, does that say she's going on tour? <laughs> like she just it just flashes on the screen tickets available whenever or whatever like that. And just like that, just like that. So she's already very innovative. So I have been hearing buzzing about. You know, ooh, you know, the beehive is the beehive are detectives. So they notice every little thing. She changed her website. She took her pictures down. This happened. Uh oh, I saw something on Verizon's website 
that it has something about Beyonce on there. Oh, maybe they're sponsoring a tour. Oh, we're going to get another tour, blah, blah. You know, it's a lot of buzzing going on, but we don't know what it is. So Usher performs. They say, stay tuned for a very special surprise or something like that. And I'm like, okay, it's time, right? So me and the podcast Happy Hour Girls, you know, we're watching the halftime show together as a family, as a unit. <laughs> and we're in the group chat talking back and forth. And when they show that, I, I say, Chris, it, it's time. Because me and Chris are, are the Beyonce fans. Chris, Chris is Beehive. I'm, I'm, I'm adjacent. I'm Beehive adjacent. But um, I say, it's time, Chris. Something's about to happen. She's like, I know, I know. I don't know what, what is it going to be. You know, it's something with Verizon. And so we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Finally, we see this Verizon commercial and Beyonce is in it. And so the the Verizon commercial is pretty much she's saying like she she broke the Internet when she does these certain things. But what she wants to do is break Verizon because, you know, Verizon is supposed to be the most um, has the best service and all that stuff. You know, that can you hear me now now guy and all this stuff. So her thing throughout the commercial is I'm going to try to break Verizon. So they're like, Beyonce's going to the moon. When she announces that, she's like, did I break Verizon? No, you didn't break it. She has a lemonade stand or something. Did I break the Verizon? No, you didn't break it. It was still strong. Okay. Then at the very end, she's after trying all these different things and Verizon's still holding up. She says, okay, then drop the new music. I think she said drop the new music or drop the new song, maybe drop the new music. And then the commercial goes off. And so Chris and I virtually, because <laughs> we're not looking at each other. Um, we can't see each other, but we're, we're looking at each other through the group chat. Like, uh, okay. What does this mean? What does she mean? New music? What What's going on? And so eventually the songs start popping up and we realize that Beyonce is dropping another album. It's act two. We don't know the name of it, but it's coming out March 29th. Um, we know, or at least I know act one was the Renaissance, which was a dance disco type of you know studio 54 old school retro kind of feel um very much giving um pan um, homage to um very much spotlighting uh houses and ballroom culture and like I said just dance and and all that like house beats and things like that um and it was great she had a Renaissance World World Tour. That was awesome. Very great. It one, one of the best albums I've ever heard. And definitely my favorite by her. But we have been speculating for years. Because this came out uh, two years ago. Almost. And we're like, well, she said Act 1. So what's Act 2? When is Act 2 coming out? What is that going to be? And so, of course, you have people online with all these conspiracy theories of what they think it is and all this other stuff. And so we never got an answer. We still didn't get the visuals for the first album. And then she said, you are the visuals. And, you know, we we were. But um, 
So act two is country. And um, they showed a a commercial. I I believe it was commercial or just a little clip, but it was um, her singing. I think it was Texas Hold'em. So she has two songs, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. And the people are going wild. Now, me personally, I'm not a country girl. Um, I can appreciate music, but I'm just... The thing is, I'm hearing it so much, I might end up liking one of the songs because they're playing the hell out of it already. But um, I... Shout out to her. I don't necessarily like the... I'm not a country person, so I probably would not be you know, listening to the album or listening to these songs more than once. But um, shout out to her for for doing that. Like, it's genius. It's genius, literally, to announce this album through a commercial for Verizon. Verizon, I heard, I heard she got like $30 million or something like that to do this commercial. But but not only did she get paid this $30 million to promote Verizon, she flipped it and made it made it. So the commercial is about her dropping new music. Who how who does that? So you pretty much pay Beyonce to, to promote herself. <laughs> it's pretty much it's pretty much what you did. You promoted you promoted uh, her album for $30 million. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, who thinks of that? And, and Taylor Swift thought she was dropping a bomb to announce she was dropping an album during the, her Grammy speech. Beyonce said, oh, that's cool, because I already have this in the works. I'm about to drop my album announcement at the damn Super Bowl. So <laughs> this is what we're doing. And I was wondering why she showed up to the Grammys looking like she was... Um, like she was an extra on like Blazing Saddles or something like that or <laughs> Howdy Doody or some Western. Like she had this cowboy hat on, a Louis Vuitton suit on. But, you know, like the the country, the country suit, they wear those little bolo ties and the shirt is I, I can't really describe it. But if y'all think think about I don't want to call her Colonel Sanders, but y'all know what I'm talking about anyway. Regardless, regardless of that, um, I was wondering why she showed up looking like that. And then every time you see her, she had on a cowboy hat between the Grammys and um, and um, the Super Bowl. Now, she didn't wear one to the Super Bowl, but she took other pictures in another outfit, which she put on her website. And it's always Beyonce is very calculated. She knows what she's doing and she knows that her super fans know how to read these clues. So she's been dropping Easter eggs for a while now. I just wasn't catching on. But yeah, she's doing country now. And, you know, some people are, again, upset about it because they feel like Beyonce doesn't belong in country. But people think it belongs to them. And it just doesn't. Now, I did happen to watch. I don't know how I was watching this, but I flipped through the channels and I saw, I think it was CMT Awards or something like that. And there's some black artists that do country, like they're for real do country. And um, there was this one young man, I don't know who he is because I don't listen to country, but he was his speech pretty much said, I want to thank those who came before me. 
the originators of country. And he starts naming off these people and they're black people. And the people in the audience know this and the people that's with it are like, yes, he's right. Like shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, some people are getting upset because they just don't realize that, you know, rock and roll came from us. Country came from us. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of things in our, our culture originated with us, but the way, you know, y'all know how things go, things get taken and get remixed and now it belongs to somebody else. Um, but if, if Beyonce wants to do country, she go for it. I don't see why she, she can't, you know what I'm saying? Like she's born and raised in Texas. Most, most Texans, I want to say most, a lot of Texans or just Southern all the ones that I know from Texas, they love their black girls. They love country. When I when I came here to go to school my freshman year, oh, Shania Twain, Faith Hill, Garth Brooks, Toby Keith, like all these guys, like literally, they they went to rodeos, they showed animals, like they were in it. <laughs> like these my roommates and my sweet mates, they grew up living the country lifestyle. So yeah, they would jam some Tupac or Tony Braxton, but they also was jamming Shania Twain, which is how I kind of became like, I started liking country because they were playing it so much. So it was not foreign. I don't think to Beyonce to want to do country or like country music or whatever. Like she's a music artist. She should be free to do what she wants um, as an artist. And she's put in so much work over the years. I think she deserves to step out and do something that she hasn't done publicly. We don't know. Maybe she has years and years of country music that is in a vault that we've just never heard. But now is her time that that's what she wants to do. So, I mean, I'll give it a spin. Like I said, I'm really it's, it's so many different levels to country. I was more of a pop country fan. Um, I'm really not into like the bluegrass banjo fiddle playing country, but you know, I'll give anything a listen once, you know, you never know. I might, I might actually be into it, but shout out to Beyonce for again, breaking the internet. Now you look on TikTok, there are so many, oh, they're loving it. Country talk is loving it. Some of country talk hates it. Cause again, what I just said, cause black. But a lot of people that I'm seeing of all races, men, women, kids, all races, they, they're getting these line dances together. They are loving this. Her song is going viral. And, you know, shout out to her because she knows she knows what she's doing. So um, I think that's all I have for my my topics this week. So we're going to go ahead and go right into my vibes of the week. All right, now it's time for the vibes of the week. I have two songs this week or this time. Um, I've been in an Afrobeats mood for a while, like probably since maybe Beyonce's uh, Black is King album, or it's called The Gift, not Black is King, that's the movie, but the album she did, The Gift, when she did uh, Lion King she had a lot of um, African artists on there doing Afrobeat songs. And probably when I heard Wizkid and Tim's 
um, do their song together. I've just been kind of into it. I love like the, um, it's not necessarily Caribbean, but it's the diaspora music like all over. Um, I just really love like that type of music. So when I heard this newer song by Tyla, um, I just really gravitated towards it. I think it's a really good song. The name of the song is called On and On. It is on her new EP that she released recently. And when I heard it, it was just a groove. So let's check out Tyla with On and On. A vibe, right? I love it. And and listen to it with some headphones, earbuds, or in your car, crank it up. The way that beat just, you know, vibrates your bones. It feels good to me. I don't know. That's I, I, I like the song. Uh, the next song, I'm going to keep with that same vibe. This is from one of my favorite artists. Y'all know her as Chloe Bailey. <laughs> um, she released her album last year and she had a song on there called I Don't Mind, which kind of has like a little Caribbean type feel to it as well. So it just matched perfectly. When I heard the song on and on, it immediately made me think of I Don't Mind. And I've been playing both these songs over and over for the past like two weeks straight. <laughs> so let's check out I Don't Mind by Chloe. Again, another mellow banger um, that I enjoy so much. So um, those are just I've been vibing to those songs. Uh, Tyla is pretty new. That song is pretty new. Chloe, she didn't release this as a single. So maybe you've never heard of it, but it is on her album that she released last year, um, which is called In Pieces. So check out those songs. And that's about it. Thank y'all for hanging with me as usual. I'm sorry this episode is late, but I hope hopefully you subscribe and you can catch me whenever I drop. Um, that's all I have. I appreciate y'all. Talk to y'all later. Peace out. <laughs>